It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. Christine Jardine, Liberal Democrat MEP for Edinburgh West, spokesman on home affairs, uh, spokesperson on home affairs, I better be careful, mm. and equalities joins us uh, now. And also, I think, in the running for Lib, uh, Lib Dem leader, aren't you, Christine? Well, no, actually, I'm not, James. I, um, I actually told my local party just this week that I, um, I have decided against standing for leader. I don't... Um, I don't feel that I need to be leader to do the things that I wanted to do in politics, um, mm. to work for my constituency and to make a difference mm. in people's lives. And I don't think I need to be leader to do that. And I want to focus on that. Also, lockdowns made me think about a lot of things. I'm sure everybody has been the same. It makes yeah. sure, you know, you've got lots of time to think about your priorities and what you're doing. And I think they're more important than the leadership. I, you know, I wish the others well, but, um, it's not for me just now. Mm, I think you. Uh, I think you do right. I think it's like um, it's like going into the upper echelons of the armed forces or the police. You suddenly find yourself sitting behind a desk doing all sorts of other stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Christine, what about what is it that's got the uh, the knickers of the the people in a twist about the uh, uh, social media companies? What are they upset about? What have they been doing to obstruct MPs? Well, it's not so much obstructing. It's a lot of MPs feel that they're not doing anything to tackle the the threat from record levels of sort of misinformation. Uh, was what Julian Knight called it. He called it record levels of misinformation and disinformation about COVID nineteen. Um, and if you get it wrong, um, then it can be it can have serious health implications. It it can be deadly. So what? MPs and other people, to be fair, feel is that social media needs to be responsible in this and they need to do more to tackle the misinformation out there. I mean, we've seen things like um, arson attacks on 5G mails. We've seen the, the stories about how, you know, it was actually... I mean, Well, there have, there have been some arson it. attacks. There have been some arson there attacks have. on the... Yeah. Yeah, but that's as a result, if you like... Misinformation. Yeah, Yeah, Mm. the misinformation about some weird connection somehow between uh, COVID-19 and 5G, which isn't the case, Mm. but that needs to be knocked on the head by social media. Um, Well, hang on, hang on. People have said that. People have put out long statements about that. People have said, 
But once somebody gets this into their minds, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, they'll just think, oh, conspiracy theory. I mean, you know, there are some, let's be honest, Christine, there's some very thick and very stupid and very ignorant and, and pretty horrible members of the human race we'd be better off without. But no one admits it. And they do some horrible, disgusting, appalling things. And you can't but stop we, it as well, that's the no. thing, I mean. If, if you well, imagine how many billion people are on social media... You can't, what do you do? Yeah. Say, you can't do that, I'm sorry. They tried to do it without our websites, didn't they, recently, and they yeah. realise it's yeah. not possible. The, the problem is, yeah, you have, um, you have people who will do things. We've all, in different ways, been the victim of nastiness, bullying um, on social media. But we need the platforms themselves. We need the Twitters and the Facebooks, um, all to, and YouTube as well, to look at what people are putting out and, you know, if you'll pardon the expression, police it better. Make sure that if... How, w- how would you do that, Christine? Wrong, how would you do it? How would you do it? You have to do it every day. The radio has to do it every day. You have to be very careful about what people say. The, the radio... To... the radio. Hang on. The radio doesn't have any... One radio station does not have anywhere near the exposure... Uh, of Twitter or Facebook. I mean, this is worldwide. I mean, if you had a radio station that was um, uh, worldwide, uh, yeah, you probably would have to have somebody listening to every program of every, you know, it it, it doesn't, it's almost an impossible. Well, because it's worldwide, you can't, you can't have it. one authority it because it's difficult. worldwide. Yeah. It is very difficult, but these are... It's impossible. Companies. It's impossible. It's impossible because what these companies do... We would have said 15, 20 years ago was impossible. We would have said it was impossible to have a worldwide network of communications that people could read everywhere from Beijing to Barnsley. Mm. Um, you would have said, and yeah, I know the Chinese and walls um, that, that, you know, to protect well, their own. Well, why don't you, d- listen, you're an MP, then why don't you suggest that, Christine? Why don't you suggest yeah. that and see what happens? Yeah, no, um, I've suggested before that we have to have... Um, we have to have a way of making sure that social media, the organ, the companies behind it, don't you just can't do make it. money that they're You can't do it. Can't. It's just impossible. I don't think it's it a, is. I don't think it, it's Of course it is. Because yeah, there could be somebody who's sitting in, in a back street in, um, well, I don't know, mm. uh, Germany anywhere, somewhere yeah. or anywhere in the world or somewhere yeah. in Bolivia in a forest yeah. for that matter, yeah. uh, putting out things because it entertains them for some sick reason. You yep. can't. Police and I know a lot of. If a lot of MPs have been more on the ball, luckily they weren't. When all this came out, they probably have yeah. tried to ban it. Yeah. But you know, MP, all of you use Twitter and Facebook and social media yes, uh, to spread your messages. So you're just going to have to understand that yeah. it's like a. It's freedom of speech as well. I mean, yeah. even though it's mad and crazy what they're saying, they have the right to say it. They do. Yeah. Well, you don't actually have the right. Absolutely anything. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to Dr. Tim Bray, uh, Director of Clinical Innovation and Strategic Development for Doctor Care Anyway. I wonder if I should anywhere. ask him up anywhere. What did I say anyway? Yeah, anywhere. Doctor Care Anyway. That's a different place. Oh, is it? All oh, right. Yeah. What if I should ask him about my back? It's killing me today. Might as well. We're as soon as he's on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tim, good evening. Uh, you work for the NHS as well, I know. Um, how are yeah. things coming from your end? Does it look a little better? 
Yes, good evening, both of you. Um, yeah, it's been a, an incredibly uh, difficult and challenging time recently, hasn't it, for mm. everyone? But um, I think we're all pleased to see and hear in the news that we seem to have passed that peak and we're on that downward slope now. So, yes, I think people, there's still a lot of anxiety out there about what, what's happening next, what's happening now. Um, certainly at, at Doctor Care Anywhere, we're still seeing people contacting us about COVID-related symptoms and also mm. people contacting us about their other conditions because they don't go away just because COVID is here. I mean, do, do you find a lot of people who contact you actually don't have it uh, after all? So I think I think what's key to remember is the government have have outlined those core symptoms around that mm. fever, feeling hot, or that new cough. And and if you have those, you're meant to self isolate for seven days. Um, and certainly, we're seeing more and more groups of people actually getting tested to find out whether they do have it or not. But there's still some yeah. people that we just don't know whether they they had it yeah. or not. And some people self isolated recently, and we'll never know until we get that antibody mm. test. Same with flu, though, isn't it, really? I mean, uh, a friend of mine has been very ill, had all the, uh, you know, had a cough and uh, temperature, felt really bad for a few days, had to go to bed, didn't, wasn't able what to do anything. What about the taste, anything. sense of taste, was that all right? Yeah. that's that one of the main of, things, yeah. isn't it, the yeah. sense of taste? Uh, well, sense of taste goes with, with get a bad cold, doesn't yeah. it? Um, so, uh, but uh, two, four days in bed, something like that, they, then they, uh, they're right as rain. Yeah, it's it's... it's it's difficult, isn't it? There's a whole yeah. spectrum of yeah. symptoms. Um, we've we've heard about some people not even knowing they they have it and they're infected and asymptomatic, so that means having no symptoms. We we hear about these common ones around this cough and this fever, and other people have described. Mm. You alluded to that loss of sense of smell and taste, mm. and then and then we've heard about these tragic cases where lots of people are in hospital and and. And, and sadly, some people have died. So it's a whole spectrum mm. of symptoms, and you're totally right. Uh, at, at one end, they do overlap with lots of the symptoms we get all the time, but, but what we do know is this illness is much more serious. But when they've mm. died, they've, they've normally had it... My mother, I think, had it, and they have it for about two weeks, don't they? So they normally end up in hospital when it's been about a week, and it sort of suddenly goes gets worse, doesn't it, after a week? Did your mum yeah, go they, to hospital? No, no, she managed it, no. no. Yeah, they've noticed uh, normally what happens is there's a, there's a period of time where you're suffering with the symptoms and then you're right, after about a week, 10 days, that's when some people then suddenly take a turn for the worse um, and, and have, they do see this sort of peak of people getting admitted to hospital at around day 10. Mm. And uh, the other thing is they're seeing now it's not just pneumonia, they're seeing a, a kidney failure and I know someone who died of, of kidney failure from this corona, so that's a, there's other ways it, it gets you now as well they're finding out. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think this is, we've got to remember this is a new virus in humans and we're learning more and more about it. So certainly people are presenting with, with uh, chest symptoms, so <clears throat> shortness of breath, cough, things like that. And, and you're right, people end up in hospital and potentially on ventilators for their lungs. But we, do, but we do know it can affect your other organs as well and kidneys is one, so your vital organs. But again, this is only at the, those people who are very unwell, mm. that too, it, it, it can affect those major other organs as well. And do you, I mean, are you finding people uh, are coming forward with sort of, I nearly said mundane, but day-to-day -day problems? Like I'm pretty sure my hip's gone. Um, what your other hip? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, but uh, I thought I had. Um, but I haven't been to the doctors. I'm not going to call them until afterwards. I don't want no, to sort no. of risk going and 
I just keep taking painkillers. But I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of people in the same same boat, aren't there? Yes, and, and like I said, it's. I think our priority at the moment is COVID. However, other medical conditions still continue, and and there's clear messaging that we, if you are concerned about your any illnesses or your mm. symptoms, especially in children please do contact uh, your healthcare professional and, and, and certainly at Doctor Care Anywhere, we're still seeing lots of people book virtual consultations with us and we can safely treat those patients um, and make sure they're getting the right care at the right time, but without exposing them to any sort of in-person risk of viruses. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to uh, Paula Boyden, Veterinary Director at Dogs Trust. Uh, Paula, good evening to you. Good evening. I mean, I'm, I'm just amazed that, that people are so stupid. In fact, half the people who've got dogs shouldn't have them. It, it is a huge worry uh, that obviously we're all working in very different ways at the moment. Um, and some folks may feel that they have you know, extra time on their hands and now is a good time to get a dog. But um, as, as we, you know, what we're looking to, to say is really a dog is for life, not just for lockdown. And it's not mm. just the here and now, but we have yeah. to think about when things get back to normal. You know, are you able to, to actually provide the appropriate care for that dog? I mean, what do you, what do you charge for a dog now? Uh, adoption fees about £140. See, I think that's true. I think if anybody thinks they can have a dog, then they should have to pay at least 500 quid. I mean, I mean certainly, obviously, you know, the, the, the dogs that um, you know, owners will, will get from us, uh, they'll be fully vaccinated, they'll be microchipped, they'll be neutered, yeah. um, they'll, they'll be... But if they, if they moan, and if they can't... Do you, I presume you, you do check everything out, whether they can afford it, what, what sort of lifestyle they have. Because if they're a family who are always going off on their summer holiday and their skiing holiday and everything else, and the dog gets shoved into kennels... Uh, very regularly. I don't think a lot of people realise how expensive that is. Feeding a dog is good. I just went out today and spent 50 quid on dog food so that uh, I went to the warehouse, didn't have to see anybody, bought loads of boxes, so I've got it for probably due for a couple of months. Yes, that, and that's one of the things that we, you know, we're really asking people to consider if they are thinking about getting a dog at the moment is... You know, get- certainly can you afford it and if you are you know, looking to go back to work um to, you know, when if you're out of the house for eight ten hours a day clearly you cannot leave your dog on its own unattended for that period of time so we're looking at things like dog walkers and the such like and as you quite rightly say if you're you're planning to go away on holiday you've got to think twice not only for you and your family but also what's going to happen to the dog so that they are appropriately cared for i mean when i go to work because i'm on my own i have to get a, a dog uh, a sitter, or uh, I like to think of my dogs go to a doggy daycare and a uh, lovely family, and they have just a few dogs, and they go there. Cost me um, about twenty five pounds every day uh, that, that I want to go to work. But I wouldn't part of responsible dog ownership, and you know that, that's the key thing about it is that you are providing the right care for your do- your dog, um, so that it's not spending lots of time on its own. Because the worry yeah. of that is you end up with behavioural issues. And insurance is quite expensive. And if you don't have insurance and something happens to your dog, there is no NHS. So it can cost you thousands. And loads of people, just as you know, give up their dogs when they get ill. 
That, that's right. It, it is, you know, again, it's part of responsible dog ownership is making sure that you, you can prepare for the unexpected. So um, you getting your dog insured or making sure you at least put some money aside so that if you do have an unexpected bill that, that you can deal with it. Um, but certainly in, in terms of obviously the, the current crisis we're in, we are worried and we do anticipate that um, some, some folks may need to relinquish their dogs because they are going to be in financial dis- difficulties through no fault of their own. Uh, but it is, I think it is one of the things that's potentially going to fall out of mm-hmm. the coronavirus crisis. Well, I wouldn't worry about being polite if somebody is just not right to have a dog. Just tell them to go. I mean, you, you, you never, I'm sorry, I'm just blunt, but you, you never put a dog down, do you? We never and put a healthy dog down, that's right. No, no. Um, because I remember last time I went round, I think you have a lovely place in, um, in Essex. And uh, I went there. And they even have a couple of, well, they're almost like little apartments for dogs who can't ever be rehomed. Yeah, kennels. With their own. Yeah. No, they're not kennels. Oh. With their, I don't approve of kennels, to be yeah. honest. No, I went to a dog um, home in West London, and each dog was given its own room and its own couch, and it had a TV on to get it used to front, mm. for, for people's lounges and stuff. Yeah. In West London. I think uh, Megan's a patron of it, actually. Megan and Harry in, uh, in Kensal Rise. So they're a cat home and a dog home. Well, that's, you know, okay. Um, I think you're doing a great job anyway, Paula, and hopefully uh, the dogs... What are you That's all I know about dog homes. That's everything I know. Well, that's fine, okay. Um, My two are having a bit of an argument at the moment. They're very quiet, because you're talking about dogs. They've become very quiet. They've they've come back in, they've sat down, and they're like, you're right. They're listening, aren't they? Yeah, they're looking at me. Yeah. And they're not going to sleep, hopefully. Um... So anyway, Paula, thank you very much indeed. And uh, if anybody is thinking of getting a dog and they think they can uh, look after one properly and they think that they can uh, uh, give it the time and they're prepared to change their life, because it will change your life, uh, check out the Dogs Trust, won't it? I mean, it it will really... Uh, change their lives very um, much so. if, if you are thinking about it then do just try our quiz um, if you go to dogstrust.org.uk forward slash dog ready um, and just some questions to, to ask and think about as to whether you know now is really the, the right time for you to get a dog if that's the case then then that's great there's loads of information on the website um, but if you're you know if you're in any doubt at all you know, please come and talk to us the james whale show come praise the whale on talk radio and I don't, are you there or not? No, no, I'm a... not. No, oh, fine, I don't know okay. where I am. But you know, let's patent take them all... it or whatever you do. Quick, well, so I don't know. What do you do? Get Bagsy. Phil to do. Have you actually decided on your funeral yet? Just dig the hole. Put like a bit like garden. Dig the hole. <laughs> put a bit of me in a box in it. Yeah, you can put some water in it. Just thought it, it, it may tickle your fancy a little bit because I, I did try. Yeah, he's worried about his dog. Mm-hmm. No, well, my I, fancy uh, is tickled. Uh, uh, after running out of patience. Oh, they've lost uh, well, their patience. They've lost their patience. Yeah. How? I mean, honestly, what have they, what have, what have they yeah. done to upset them? They go, yeah, well, I think the social media... Oh, they not even, might not even sound like that. I think the social media really should be stopped. <laughs> but you just actually, changed the actually the I have been doing this since before you no, were born. No, I know, no, I know. You were, you know, you were big, in, been, you were big you know, on the music. In the, yeah, I know you were. Come on, Ash, oh, right. do the accent, you don't, boy. Would, I, would I get away with that? Down, you yeah, won't get away I, with that, boy. No, that's like... Nope. Pres- no.
That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.